Log Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year. My name is Melissa Grimm, and I am your host. Tonight, I have an announcement. We have a new co-host. For those of you that listen every week, you probably noticed that I've been doing the show by myself, obviously with some help, because we have a great group that that everybody works on the show. Um, But we decided to go ahead and add a new permanent co-host. He's on the show all the time anyway, so you might as well give him a title. Uh, Russ Morgan is going to be my new co-host, so I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. Hey, Russ, how's it hey, going? how's it going? Good. Going good. Good, 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 good. Trying to make a dollar. Trying to make a dollar. Okay. So yeah. the uh, the topic for tonight is uh, we're basically going to do an open forum. So if anybody has any questions or stories or um, opinions, on the new crash mitigation systems. The two most popular are on card. Those are on the Freightliners and uh, the Bendix Wingman, which is on the Kenworth and the Peterbilts. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So uh, we need a lot of caller participation because I want to have a, a really good discussion on these systems, you know, pros, cons, all of it. So uh, please press one if you have anything to say about that or if you have a question. So first, I'm actually going to read straight from the website exactly what these systems are supposed to do. It's, it's pretty short, but just in case anybody doesn't know exactly what these things do, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so the on guard, that's what you'll see on the Freightliners. It is... The, it is the OnGuard Active. It is a radar-based active safety system that offers collision mitigation and adaptive cruise control. It detects moving, stopped, or stationary vehicles ahead and measures the vehicle's position in relation to others on the road to warn the driver of possible rear-end collision by providing audible, visual, and haptic warnings. When appropriate, the system will apply the brakes to help avoid or mitigate an unavoidable collision. Oh, and the haptic warnings, I read that uh, in a different location. If you don't know what that is, it just kind of pulses the brakes to get the driver's attention. That's the haptic warnings. That's the last thing that it does before it actually applies the brakes. Okay, so it um, reg- it reg- excuse me, it registers vehicles in one of three classification, currently in motion, and continuously in motion in the same direction as the host vehicle, which would be yours. Uh, a stop vehicle. It has registered as moving, but it is now stopped, such as at a traffic light, stationary. A vehicle that the radar is picking up but has never seen move, such as a disabled car. A new feature on the OnGuard active system is active braking on stationary vehicles. This is this is a big one right here. Um, they've been having trouble with this one, and we're going to talk about this. The system will now provide audible and visual warnings, a haptic warning, and active braking on all three classifications of vehicle of I'm trying to read, sorry, on all three classifications of vehicle the radar registers, even when the cruise control is not set. So it's on all the time. The adaptive cruise control maintains the set speed while in cruise control mode when the lane ahead is clear and will automatically adjust the vehicle's speed to maintain a set following distance when the vehicle ahead is detected. Now, I actually like that feature, you know, because you can maintain your, your following distance. That's, that's pretty cool. I'd like to have that. That would, that would make life uh, pretty easy. The, um, the active braking, uh, that's probably going to be a big topic tonight. So, you got the audible and visual warnings, the haptic warnings, um, the fact that it's always on, 
You don't have to have the cruise control set. Um, anytime you're going above 15 miles an hour, it is active, and it will apply up to 50% of the vehicle's braking power to help avoid or mitigate any pending collision. So uh, it maintains at least a 3.6-second um, following distance. So, I mean, that's kind of close, but, you know, it's better than being right on top of somebody. Um it's saying that it makes cruise control more useful tool in various traffic conditions. Uh, I still wouldn't use cruise control in traffic, but, you know, they're trying to make it sound really awesome. So, yeah. So that's the on guard. That's what you're going to see in the uh, Freightliners. The other one is the Bendix Wingman. It is got even more stuff going on with it than, than the on guard. <clears throat> It has the following distance alerts. It has the impact alerts. It has the stationary object alerts. It has the adaptive cruise control. And it will actually engage the engine retarder. Of course, it has to be on. If it's off, it's not going to turn it on by itself. But if your engine retarder is on, it will use it to help uh, slow your vehicle down. Um, it has an electronic stability system and collision mitigation. Uh, this the Bendix website is a little more detailed in talking about what exactly it does. One thing that really struck me was the fact that they're saying I'm not going to read the the whole paragraph, but basically they're saying that um, if I just lost the website, hold on. Okay, basically they're saying that when it automatically applies the brakes on an icy road, you don't have to worry. Because of the electronic stability system, you'll be okay. Now, that part concerns me a little bit, and uh, we'll discuss it. Now, it um, applies up to 67% of, of braking power, which that's, that's, that's a lot of brake. So that's, that's pretty crazy. So um, that's, that's the two most popular systems, the OnGuard and the Bendix. So actually, we've been talking about uh, me, Russ, and, and Becky have been talking about um, crash mitigation systems a lot over the past couple of weeks. So, Russ, what are your feelings on crash mitigation? Uh, I like the crash mitigation systems. Uh, and, you know, I can see where there'll be a benefit. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't like the fact that they're being forced um, in in some trucking companies right now um, because it's still not a completely proven product. Uh, you know, they're uh, they're having quite a few issues with the on guard that uh, we know of. We've heard a couple of stories this week, and I know for a fact of um, a story on a one of the Bendix systems. Uh, a friend of mine. Um, was driving down the road, uh, and it was snowing, and a snow-covered road, and he went to go under a bridge, and it nailed the crap out of the brakes, and he lost control of his truck. Uh, now, he did regain control. He didn't hit anything, uh, but he did get out of his lane. Luckily, he he had a good, safe distance, but still, the radar uh, saw a ghost, and, I mean, you know, it could have been bad. It could have been real bad because it nailed the heck out of the brakes. Um and put him into a slot. So, like I said, he, he was able to recover. He's, he, you know, I know he's been driving for quite a few years. So, but uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, the lane sensors, you know, tell them that it's, um, you know, those seem to function pretty well. Um, and I think it's, I think it's the Bendix system where you, you know, you put a blinker on it, tells you if it, something's over there. Uh, those seem to function pretty well. Like I said, my main problem with it right now is something that uh, is these things seeing the ghosts and they let the crap out of the brakes uh, on slick roads. And, you know, and it doesn't have to be ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be ice. It doesn't have to be snow. I mean, you know, uh, you know, water. I mean, I. I turned a corner here the other day with uh, 40,000 pounds in the trailer and onto a blacktop road and started accelerating, and I broke traction. So, I mean, it was, you know, and it, it, it wasn't ice. I mean, it was warm out. So, 
you know, I, that's that part right there just scares the crap out of me. It really does. Um, right. It, you know, the, the how hard uh, it hits the brakes. And I realize that they've got the right. uh, anti-lock and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, it doesn't take much to initially slam you into the skid. And then, I mean, if you're not on that brake pedal and it's having to do it, I, yeah, it can adjust pretty quick, but still, now it's put you to sliding. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that and is, you know, um, go ahead, go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, I, I was just gonna say I could see the logic from the company side. I mean, obviously they're their trucks. You know, they want to make sure that they can avoid as many accidents as possible. So I see the logic. Um, the fact that it's not a proven technology and it it has issues. I mean, and the fact that they're still moving forward with it. I guess you know once you start the process, you can't really stop it. But. Uh, uh, yeah, that that is that's definitely a concern. Um, so, as as a new driver, um, if you haven't been in a truck yet, uh, odds are you're probably going to be getting in a truck with a crash mitigation system. So, hopefully, they'll educate you about it. Um, if not, hey, we're educating you right now. So, um, be aware that this is this is on your truck, and uh, it could have issues. It might not. But I have uh, somebody on the line that has had a lot of sh- issues with his. I think it was an on guard, he'll tell us. Um, and he's going to uh, tell us exactly what was going on. I got Kelly in Arizona. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, so, sounds like we had a little uh, miscommunication. Uh, I, I do have the forward looking radar that we were talking about on our 17 Cascadia. Uh, it cuts out the cruise at least once a day, and just in the middle of nothing. There's no traffic. I just ding, and the cruise cuts out, and I take over with my foot. Five, ten, fifteen minutes later, then it realizes that the sensor isn't blocked, and then I can set the cruise again, and it works good. Uh, I will agree with Russ. Uh, like when I when I'm empty. Or lightly loaded, climbing up a twisty mountain pass. This thing doesn't see which lane you're in. So if I'm in the middle lane, going 45, and there's a heavy loaded truck in the right lane, going 15 or 20, my radar sees that truck, and if I don't override the system, my foot is on there. It it has jammed the brakes on when I've been climbing a hill. Because it thinks, oh, look, we're going to hit that truck. And this, the the new system that you were reading about, uh, where where it's cruise control on or off, it doesn't matter. That's that's going to mm-hmm. have some real issues. I I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're going to figure that out. But there's going to be some unhappy drivers. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So you can override your system on your truck. You can just you can if you turn the cruise control off, the, your uh, forward-looking radar will not uh, apply the brakes. Correct, correct. If I, you always got to be smarter than a computer because a computer can't see everything. If I see there's an exit coming up and the car in front of me puts their turn signal on, I know that they're going to take that ramp. Well, if I'm if I'm in traffic and I close a little closer than the three and a half seconds that the computer gives me, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. I know that they're going to be out of my way. They're not going to do anything silly, hopefully. Um, yeah. So I, I tap on the throttle and maintain my speed, close, closing the following gap just a hair, uh, not tailgating, obviously. But, but yeah, I, I, can, I can override it. I, I don't... Again, I don't know how this thing is going to work because there are so many situations we get in where someone someone's over a lane and slams on those brakes, or even, even if they're going the same speed as you, the computer doesn't like them going the same speed. If if they come over and they're one second in front of you, it'll it'll slow you down. And mine will hit the 
uh, engine brake in the in the Freightliner system. I I thought I heard you say okay. when you were reading up the that it that it didn't. And it was only the Bendix that did. I don't know. If uh, I heard that yeah, I'm, I was reading directly off the website, so you know, um, I'm sure they probably left that part out. It was it's kind of basic, but yeah, okay. So they both use the engine brakes. That's cool. Okay. Yeah the the problem that I was having with with this truck is uh, the IPM, which is Integrated Powertrain Management, the one that it'll see a topographical map. It'll let you know. You know, there's a hill coming. It'll pre-accelerate for the hill. It'll it'll pop you into neutral just before you crest the hill, so that you slow down a little bit and let gravity pick you up. All, all the things that we do for fuel economy, the the computer's supposed mm-hmm. to do for us. That one isn't working. And well, it it is tied into the forward-looking radar, uh, but it's it's not a direct correlation. Okay. So I heard you had like a bunch of problems with your on guard system, and you were actually in in the shop a lot. Uh, did they ever get that resolved? Well, the the problems were with the with the IPM. No, they haven't. Right. Yes, it's been in the shop fifty two days. We just picked it up in the beginning of October, and because we bought the truck in Wisconsin. We have the ability to file a lemon lawsuit, and that's just getting started. Oh, okay. Well, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I hope everything works out for you. I do too. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, I lost my co-host. I'm sure he'll be back. Um, he has a he has a weird phone and it it just drops. We actually have the same carrier, and I understand how that works, so I'm sure he'll be back soon. Okay. In the meantime, I'm going to bring in David in Indiana. Hi, David. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I had problems with the same kind of system that you're talking about. Um, I thought, wow, what an idea! It'd be awesome in the fog when you can't see anything that it would you know, warn you of something coming up, but the system picks up like metal road signs and picks up bridges and all kinds of things. And when you go around a curve, it'll pick up the guardrail and slow you down on a curve. And that, that system that I was using in another truck, I'm out of that truck now because I really didn't like that feature. Um, cause it wasn't working right. It would constantly slow me down. That one only, only, turned on and turned off and used the brakes with the cruise control on. If I was off the cruise control, I was on my own. All it did was just warn me, you know, about following distance and different things like that. Um, but a system right. that that will, will work with or without the cruise control system on eh, and apply the brakes while you're on an icy situation or something like that, that's a little scary. You know, because we can judge that, and we can judge our our the way you know, the way our trucks handling and all these things. The new trucks, those uh, auto, I don't I can't remember what they call them, the ones that are supposed to be driving with no drivers, and they're raving on them and autonomous, how good they yeah. are. They have they have the yeah autonomous. They have that same kind of system on all over the place. They have like a hundred and some different sensors on that truck as it's running down the road. But it cannot choose to take a ditch versus sliding into a car with a family in it. Right. You know, in a situation where they get yeah, where it true. where it, it does it, it can't register what we register. You know, it's mm-hmm. just going to go by the sensors, and you know, I like I said, the the system would be ideal if it wouldn't pick up road signs above you, bridges above you, because it would be like. You know, something really cool for the fog when you can't see, and yet you're still proceeding forward into this abyss that you can't, you don't know when you're going to come up on somebody wrecked or somebody stopped or someone with their flashers on that's going 10 miles an hour. That would be ideal if it would just pick up the vehicles. Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, when I was reading about these things, it, yeah, when I, okay. 
Russ is back. Yeah, when I was reading about these, it said that it reacts to metal. So that's probably why it's reacting to road signs and bridges and guardrails and stuff like that is because it picked up metal in the other vehicles, probably the frame or something like that. So, yeah, that's, that's an imperfect system, and they need to work on that for sure. And when you're going over railroad tracks, you know, they have a little bit of slight yeah. of a up or down, you know, uh, pitch to them. You get up to the railroad tracks, they're metal, and plus it's an object in the way. It'll slow you down before you hit the railroad tracks and actually put you too close yeah. to the railroad track. If the bar came down, it stops you right at the railroad track arm where it would hit your truck if it came down, and the train would probably hit you. And then you have to kind of creep forward right. until it realizes you really want to get over this object. But, yeah, they've got yeah, a lot of perfections crazy. to do on it. The uh, uh, My son had to go on an ambulance ride. My wife, you know, he was in the back, and my wife was in the front, and she said that the ambulance had a screen on it. They were riding at night. And it came and it picked up everything and showed a big truck on the on the electronic screen and how fast the truck was going and a car and all this stuff. It it actually showed it on a screen. Now that would be neat because then the, the thing could probably detect whether it's a vehicle or a guardrail or a, you know someone in a curve. You know if they could hook right. it up to the the steering where you're. There's there's uh, there's something in there that tells you know whether you made a quick steer or stuff on these newer trucks, it all that stuff's in there. So if they could hook that in, know that you're going around a curve and recognize it as a guardrail, that would be another reason you know to get one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, there's also another feature pressing. about. Oh. No problem. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, the, okay. There's a there's another feature that we don't look at a lot of times is when they make a new safety feature and they start putting it on the vehicles, before long, the insurance companies are giving discounts because you're putting all these extra things on there. Well, when you when you don't buy a vehicle with one on it, are they going to charge you for not buying one with one or make it mandatory that it has to have it on it? Mm-hmm. Just a thought. I that's mean, what we're you know, that's usually how. We, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's that's what we're that's what we've been hearing that it's going to become mandatory on all the trucks. Now we, you know, we've only heard that from one source. Um, it's going to become mandatory on the trucks. But I know um, uh, I was talking to some of the. Uh, Instructors and at Snyder here a while back, they were having a big problem with, and you mentioned the railroad tracks, with the on-guard system, the railroad track, and they had just put uh, liftable tag axles on a couple of their day cabs. Every time they'd go get up to the railroad tracks, they were uh, they were getting a hard break. And uh, yeah. they had, I mean, and it was happening to all the trucks. And, of course, you know, then you, you have to call in and, and why you get a hard break? And of course, usually when you were bobtail and going across the road tracks, you know they were getting these hard breaks, and they finally put some people to riding with these guys, and going, "Look, you know this is what we're doing." And but yeah, the rate the radar was causing a lot of that, uh, or right. the uh, on guard system was causing a lot of it. So, um, well, I was just going by what they said, though, you know about the how it's been working, you know, with like with airbags. You know, they start putting airbags on vehicles, and then you can't buy an airbag, a brand-new vehicle now with that, you know, I mean, a brand-new vehicle now without airbags in it. And if your airbag deploys, you can't drive it after the airbag deploys because now it's been incorporated into the safety rating for the vehicle. Right, yeah, it, it automatically shuts I'd, it down. I, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to have cars and pickup trucks and stuff like that and vans and buses with airbags in them. But a big truck, 80,000 pounds going down the road, you hit a deer, and it sets off your airbag, you have no control over that vehicle. You're going to run over whatever's in your way because you got an airbag in your face. Yeah, scary. I can actually tell tell stories about airbags. um, uh, Some of y'all know I uh, I was a paramedic for many, many years. And uh, they hadn't been out long uh, and uh, there was a little bitty girl 
uh, you know, she was an adult, uh, but she was driving a, um, uh, I think it was a Lincoln. But anyway, she was sitting really close to the steering wheel. I mean, she was short. She was, uh, I don't know, um, in the five, uh, probably under five foot. Anyway, the airbag deployed. Uh, she ran off in the ditch, and the airbag actually killed her. Uh, this was before they realized that, you know, you don't want to sit right on top of these airbags. And it hit her in the chest, and like I said, she was, you know, a little bitty, and they come out. I don't remember how fast they come out, but, you know, they come out, they're really violent when they come out. And uh, But, yeah, the airbag actually killed her in a accident that should have been very survivable with a seatbelt. So <laughs> there you go for the new technology. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah, most people know that technology now. Technology definitely always has, yeah. Yeah, new technology definitely usually always has quirks that have to be worked out. I mean, you know, it's like uh, with the, you know, the 2010 engines. They they had horrible problems when they first came out, but they're getting better now. Um, but the the on guard in the in the Bendix, the whole applying brakes when it's when it sees road signs or guardrails or railroad tracks or overpasses. I mean, and applying the brakes hard. Uh, it's just. Uh, doesn't seem safe to me. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, go ahead. No. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I mean, it, it absolutely scares the crap out of me that something, you know, is going to hit the brakes uh, as hard as it, as hard as it has, or as hard as they do. Um, yeah, I haven't personally driven one of them. Uh, Becky has, and then I've got, you know, several friends that have. Um, I think uh, I think Stephen even I don't know if Stephen's on here, but he, matter of fact, he's got a really good story about this. Me and him were talking about it the other day, but anyway, that um, you know, I mean, these things they don't seem to just gently hit the brakes. They tend to knock the crap out of them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if they could, you know, and I, you know what? I mean, I don't have a problem with something uh, helping them and maybe avoiding crashes. And I see why these companies are going to do it. I mean, if they can, uh, I doubt these systems going to help on a huge crash. You know, like uh, the one that happened on seventy. Um, I'm sure that Swift truck had one. Uh, but you know, these little ten, fifteen thousand dollar crashes, your little, you know, little more than a fender bender. Um, I can see these things preventing a lot of that. You know, uh, you get a driver not paying mm-hmm. attention. I, you know, so I see why these companies want to do it. You know, and I, I, like I said, I had no problem with them uh, with it being on there. But yeah, the tech, before it really gets mandated and what have you, they uh, really need to fix a few things. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I was supposed to remind you about a story you wanted to tell, but first, uh, I want to. Put it out there again. If anybody has any opinions, uh, questions, or stories about the crash mitigation system, uh, please press one. We'd love to hear what you have to say. But uh, Russ, you said you saw uh, basically an accident uh, this morning that you wanted to share with everybody. Uh, now I'm trying to remember the accident this morning. Uh, the guy that was hauling the brand new trucks. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm running down two-lane road, and uh, I don't remember what you call those guys, but, yeah, he's hauling all the brand-new trucks that are all stacked up. He had, like, I don't know, four or five of them. And uh, anyway, he went to turn into his driveway, his customer, where he's delivering it, and right off in the ditch with it, you know, the, the uh, you know, your crash system, you know, definitely not going to work in that situation. Uh, but he did. He went right off into the ditch with it, and um, they managed to get him moving, and they ended up just kind of slowly dragging all that stuff through there. They had some big equipment there, and they pulled him through. But, you know, they got him moving again. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's I doubt those uh, day cabs that he had uh, on there had them. But, right. I mean, it definitely didn't, you know, it definitely didn't stop. You know, that crash, because uh, I'm sure he, uh, it was hard to tell from where I was sitting, but I'm sure he tore up that uh, 
uh, lead truck pretty good, at least some of the skirting and stuff like that on it. Yeah, and the so. the whole thing with the uh, the crash mitigation, um, if anybody that listens to Kevin, you know he's been talking about driverless trucks, autonomous trucks a lot recently because they're, they're in the pipeline. Um, I think really the only thing that's holding them back is, uh, you know, they have to be made legal. Uh, but, you know, they're testing the technology in cars in, um, in a few states, and they've already done an autonomous uh, beer delivery in Colorado. So, so it's coming down the pipeline. So um, you were saying to me uh, yesterday that you feel like these crash mitigation systems are the first step towards uh, platooning. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what uh, Stephen and I were talking about. Uh, that he had read an article. Uh, I see. Like I said, I was I was hoping he was on here and it would hit one, but uh, I'll see if I can remember uh, what he was telling me about it. But he was reading an article that they're going to basically daisy chain these trucks together with uh, computers, um, have a driver in the lead truck, and uh, basically be able to run them close enough to draft like NASCAR. And get uh, so they're going to get the uh, you know the fuel mileage improvement big time off that. Of course, you know the fuel mileage is already coming up on these new trucks, but uh, but be able to do that and get them to a uh, specific location, uh, I guess, kind of like they do. You see the big uh, uh, turnpike doubles and triples and stuff like that. You know where they'll go to a one mm-hmm. place. You know, get them to a central location, then have drivers leave from there and go deliver the loads. Because uh, I'm not sure they've got them to where they can back into a dock yet. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they do. They, I think it's just kind of like, and even the beer delivery that they did. Uh, it only did interstate driving. They had a driver take it out of a shipper and onto the interstate, and then they let the technology take over. But then when they was getting close to the exit for the delivery, the driver took back over again. So it only did interstate driving when it did it. Right. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, you know I mean I I kind of agree. I mean I agree with Kevin. It's it, it's coming, and I mean it's. You know, if they can do that, I mean, they're going to end up saving a fortune on employees. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Y- you know, I mean, you're not you're not going to need uh, uh, you're not going to need near as many, and then you're sure not going to need uh, need them to work as long. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they can get them to where they can drive to a customer, then, uh, you know, if the customer's got somebody, you know, look at all these customers that have uh, yard mules running around. Uh, you know, let the truck show up mm-hmm. there, unhook it, and, you know, and let the truck get out of there, and, you know, they can put it in the dock. You know, if they can get one, that'll show up at a customer. Um, of course, with yeah. some of the GPS routing, that that may take a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. The the Qualcomm navigation uh, that Schneider has is pretty good. Yes, yeah, you 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 are correct about that. It is pretty good. It, it put me on the other side of a building the other day, but I mean it. You know, it's. I mean, it got me right, basically there. You know, and it and it almost always does. Yep. There's there's a couple of incidents. Incidents. I can't talk. Every now and then, it doesn't get me exactly where I'm going. How about that? But yeah. Yeah. Don't try to use part, those big words, uh, Russ. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that that, uh, that redneck tends to show up, and that yeah, you know, <laughs> English is my second language, so <laughs> yeah. So okay, so uh, we got another uh, caller on the line that's got um, something to tell us about the crash mitigation systems. If anybody else has anything to say, please press one. We'd love to take your call. We're going to go ahead and go to Scott in Wisconsin. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Hey, great to talk to you. Good, Good to talk to you. you. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm right there with you guys on a lot of the stuff, and, you know, we could, you know, BS about the issues with these crash mitigations. But um, I used to drive for Warner and was on a dedicated account. So I was in fairly close with the safety manager and knew somebody over at Schneider who was also in the safety department. 
And I wanted to just let you guys know that, you know, as much as we as drivers have issues with a lot of these right now, that on the backside of things, on a personal level, the safety managers and such at the companies, they hate these things just as much as we do. That, I mean, if you get like the hard break event or uh, we had Mobileye, if it read a sign wrong or something, it, you know, yeah, they kind of have to talk tough to you over the phone with the, the reprimanding. But once you kind of get them off to the side and, you know, away from the company perspective, yeah, it's, they're, they're not our enemies. I mean, they hate these things just as much as we do. And, you know, they're just going through the motions. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. I, I I'm not going to talk about the conversation that I had the other day with somebody like that, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, a lot of them do hate it, uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's coming down from the top, and there's not much any of us can do about it. Like I said, like, I, I mean, I'm for it. Uh, you know, anything that actually makes us all safer out here, I have absolutely no problem with. I just want it to uh, – I'm just ready for them to get it right before, all, you know, I mean, all the big companies now. I mean, I, you know, I can, think of, I can think of four off the top of my head uh, that have them on their trucks. Which is fine, and oh, now and they're starting to uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm right there with you. I I like it as a concept, but right now there's just so many bugs that you know I'm I agree it shouldn't be a, a mandate right now. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's they're starting to mandate them on contractor trucks. So. Um, you know that's where my problem is. I mean, I mean, I drive an old truck, and I like my old truck. So uh, it's there's no way you could ever retrofit it on this thing. I'm sure. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm not above uh, uh, getting a newer truck. Um, you know, I just don't want to be absolutely forced to get one for that system. Uh, when this one, when this one finally goes to the graveyard. No, that was uh, mainly it, just to, you know, kind of put, you know, maybe some of these new drivers put their minds at ease that, you know, yeah, you might have to take a little bit of a, a gripe if, you know, you accidentally set one of these things off or, you know, they get a wild hair up their backside and, you know, just that, uh, you know, kind of look at it from the company pers- or the, the office perspective that, yeah, they're in almost the same boat as we are, if not worse, because they hear all the stories, not just, you know, what, you know, the drivers, you know, might uh, talk about the lunch counter, you know, once or twice a day. Yep, that was a good uh, tip, Scott. Yeah, I'm sorry, Russ. Uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, hey, I'm, you know, uh, no biggie. You know, I'm always running off at the mile, so. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. Well, it's the first time we've done the entire show together, so we'll have to we'll have to work on on the timing. So we'll get better. Oh, exactly. Okay. And actually, second, we did uh, we did uh, we did another one. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I I'm sorry, I didn't remember we did an entire show together. Must not have been a very memorable show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was completely your fault. Yeah, it's always your fault. Yeah, uh, but Scott, I mean, what he was saying, that was, that was actually a very good tip. I mean, if you're in a truck that has the crash mitigation system and it has issues, um, you know, don't be calling into the safety department or your dispatcher or stuff like that, just, you know, hollering at them because, you know, it's not their fault. They're not the ones that made the decision to put the system on there um, and, like he's saying, they probably don't like it either because uh, who would like the stuff that it does? So, you know, if uh, if it happens, uh, I would definitely tell them about it and tell them your concerns. But, you know, do it in a calm, rational manner. You don't need to yell at anybody that never accomplishes anything. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I've uh, – well, uh, you know, as you know, we've had uh, – uh, making have had several conversations here lately with – uh, safety department and uh, well, all kinds of people with it. We and we haven't screamed, yelled, jumped up and down. I mean, but you know, it's I mean, it's coming. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, um, 
uh, which is fine. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I completely agree. There's, you know, I, um, no, no sense in, in screaming and yelling. I was a, you know, I was a little missed the other day and I wasn't my warm, fuzzy, joking self that I was. I wasn't rude. I, I didn't scream at anybody, but, um, yeah, I was definitely a little miffed the other day, but, uh, Yeah, they're unfortunately. Uh, well, I can't say unfortunately. That's that, that's this, that's a bad choice of words. They're uh, they're here to stay, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, if they'll get it fixed, it'll be uh, you know it'll be awesome. I mean, they, you know, it can save these uh, companies. Uh, I'm sure billions uh, in the you know in oh, the yeah. little small yeah in the little small crashes because uh, uh, that's where these uh, you know I'm sure they'll prevent some of the big ones, and I'm sure that they'll help prevent. I'm sure they'll help make some of them uh, to where they're not quite as bad. You know, what it could have been, uh, you know, if you get a, a driver not paying attention. I mean, I, I see it every day out here. I'm sure there's – I'm sure most people listening see it out here every day. It's not uncommon for uh, me to see a driver watching a video going down the road. I mean, I'm always in the right lane at 57 miles an hour. Everybody passes me. The company trucks here pass me. And I'm always over here listening to my book or whatever, and – Somebody will go by, and they've got a tablet on the dash, and they're watching a video, watching a movie or what, mm-hmm. whatever it is. They got they're, you know, uh, so, I mean, I see why it's coming. Uh, you know, here we go with technology again. I mean, you know, you can watch about anything you want while you're riding down the road. Uh, so we got a lot of drivers yep. that are not paying attention. So, yeah, the, I, I see what these are, you know, I see why they're getting mandated. Or, well, I don't well. I, yeah, I, I think mean, getting, getting mandated. I, I'm, I'm sure it's probably coming. I'm sure that the uh, that the big companies will lobby for it. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind they will. Right, uh, exactly. And, it, you know, and that's I think really the only thing that's that's uh, holding it back. Like the, I mean, the crash mitigation systems are, are available. They're an option. They're not standard yet, but they're available as an option. You can order the truck that way. Um, I actually just found out something interesting. They are going to come standard on the new Cascadia Evolution, but that's not available yet. I think it's not going to be available till July. So that would be the only truck where the crash mitigation system will come standard. You do not have to ask for it. But as of right now, it is just an option. And don't get me wrong, I love the idea. I mean, the whole crash mitigation system with the assistive braking and the adaptive cruise control and uh, the lane departure warnings. I mean, that's that's awesome. But uh, these these issues that they're having where it sees ghosts, like you said, um, I mean, I don't know anything about this stuff, but just off the top of my head, totally layman's point of view, um, I'm thinking that if it's reacting to metal, that's why that it's having these issues, road signs, guardrails, overpasses, railroad tracks. It's it's reacting to the metal, and it thinks it's another vehicle, so that's probably why it's doing what it's doing. I could be wrong, but that's that's the thought that I had. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's the metal issue, and um, I don't know if it's – I don't know if they get dirty. I mean, look at all the crap that we get on our trucks. I don't know if they get dirty or they mm-hmm. – um, Need re-aimed, readjusted, but yeah, I had, uh, when I had, when my phone freaked out a while ago, I had wanted to ask Kelly about the, um, um, you know, the little topographical map and what the predict cruise, I think, is what they call that. Um, uh, I wanted to ask him what he what he thought of it. I, I I've, I've heard several. several uh oh, PJ wants to be on the show. Actually, uh, Kelly is still on the, on the line. Do you want me to bring him back so you can ask him? Huh? Uh, sure, if he wants to come back. Kelly yeah. is still. Ah, uh, he just dropped. <laughs> just as I said that, he uh, dropped. Hello, okay. look, we, so look, oh, look, we scared him. Yeah. Yeah. He scared him away, yeah. Yeah, we okay. scared him away. Uh, yeah. Okay, we do have another call on the line. We got Don in North Dakota. Hi, Don. You're on the air. How you doing? Good. How are you tonight? Doing good. 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 See, I saw a special on TV here a month or two ago with these snowplows up in Alaska that had something very similar to that. Uh, they had a little screen on their dash. They could virtually plow, you know, they could, they did plow, they do plow in a complete whiteout, and their screen 
tells them when they're too close to the edge of the road or too close to the center. And it's, it's a, I believe, if I remember right, the picture is three-dimensional. So when they get to the guardrails and overpasses and their warning comes on, they can see what they're coming up to, whether it's an oncoming vehicle or if it's a, a vehicle ahead of them that they're approaching too fast. And uh, it's also integrated into their seats. So each side of the seat will vibrate, you know, the right side on the passenger side, it would vibrate if you're getting too close to the fog line and vice versa on the other side. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. So I would think with them kind of safety features and that advanced technology, I could see where the technology would be coming down the pipe for us is for losing or to gain the safety of autonomous trucks. Right. Yeah, was uh, was that uh, an infrared or a heat? Did it have a heat sinker on it or anything like? That? I guess that's not the right word, but it was it. Did they uh, go into detail what that? I didn't. Ahead. They probably did, but I didn't either. I didn't pay attention like normal, as my wife would say, but uh, or I missed. I didn't catch the beginning of the program. I can't remember how it happened, but and I don't remember it exactly. But they did have that, and I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing. You bet. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've got uh, Jason in Ohio. Uh, he has got some info for us. Hey, Jason, you're on the air. How you doing? All right. Um, yeah, the information I've got for you, I was just speaking with Becky there. She was introing me, and she said she had just had a couple of friends that had bought new Volvos that didn't have that crash mitigation system and all that stuff that you guys are talking about on the Peterbilt and the mm-hmm. for Freightliners is the other one you said. Um, and a friend right. of mine just bought three three brand new Volvo, 2017 Volvos for his company and it had all that all that same stuff on the only thing with the Volvo system is it don't it apparently don't read the metal like the Bendix and the On Guard does because on guard. they don't yep. have the problem with the railroad tracks and the guardrails and the bridges and signs. And he oh, just bought okay. three brand new trucks for his 2017 Volvos for his company, and they all three come from Volvo with that on them. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. And I've also got a video thing that I watch that I can go into on my phone or computer and it showed a brand new 2017 Volvo talking about the crash mitigation system and the Ford radar system and lane departure systems and basically everything you guys are talking about. And I'm trying to figure out if they've got that on there, why it wouldn't have been on them two trucks that Becky was telling me about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that would be a question for Volvo, I guess. But uh, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Russ, actually, I thought Kelly had dropped, but apparently the phone lines moved on me. Sometimes the call board jumps around. So let me see. Uh, you said you wanted to ask him a question, right? Yeah, well, I'm going to try. I'm having some signal issues, so... Um... But, yeah, let me try. Okay, let's give it a shot. Uh, let's see if you can still hear us. Hi, Kelly, can you hear us? Yeah, I, I heard my name, and I pressed 1, and apparently that took me out of the queue. I, I was trying to say, hey, I'm still here, and it made me disappear. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, Russ, Russ had a question for you. Go ahead, Russ. Uh, yeah, my signal keeps dropping in and out. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Um, but no, we I was can hear wondering you uh, how well the – Okay, y'all can hear me, but I can't hear y'all. That's the problem. Um, but it, my question was, uh, how do you like the predicted cruise? How, uh, and uh, do you have an automatic? So is it actually kicking it in neutral, or or how does that work? Uh, when when it works, it's great. Uh, like, like I was saying, it's it's been in a shop 52 days since we picked it up in the beginning of October, trying to fix this issue. Uh, but it. When when it works, it works really good. It works about ten minutes a day, 
instead of 24 hours a day. And it, it works in about one and two second increments. Um, I'm hoping to get it fixed, but I, I have felt it pre-accelerate for a hill. I like that. And I have felt it cut out, and we, we do have the, the auto shift. And it, it knocks it into Ecos right before we crest the hill. So it's, it's just just like we're just like we all do for fuel economy. You know, back off and crest yourself over the hill and, and let gravity pick you up on the other side. It it does all that for you. It's just I needed to work the other twenty three hours fifty minutes a day. Right. So if it actually worked it would be pretty cool, but yours is not working. <laughs> Yes, yes, and I, I I know it works on a bunch of other trucks. I don't know what's quite wrong with this one, and obviously Freightliner doesn't either. But uh, yeah, when whenever they get it working, I know I'm gonna love it because for ten minutes a day I can feel it working. It's like that's how I would drive with my foot, even though I've got the cruise on. You know, that's that's how if I was driving with my foot, I would be let off right about here. And it it can yeah. it can see further than I can see. Like there's there's times where it's like, okay, I think I'm going level, maybe I should back off and you know, it's it's already the computer saying, Okay, let's let's cut you into neutral because we know you can cross this hill and just coast on coast on through. Well, that's that's awesome. All right, thanks Kelly. Absolutely. Okay, let's see, Ross, can you hear me still, or is your phone being weird again? Uh, my phone's being weird. Mm. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to plan B here. Okay. So, I yeah, 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 you got to take it for a minute. Is it that? Yeah, okay. nah, it's All right, we got, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go to Alex in Montana. Oops, sorry, wrong button. Hang on. It jumped on me. This call board, I'm telling you. Okay, Alex in Montana, you're on the air. How you doing? Can you hear me? Oh, doing been better, been, yeah. uh, been better, been worse. How about y'all? Oh, that's weird. Getting a ringing noise. Yeah, that's um. A, yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I had a. Uh, I I worked for one of the major refrigerated carriers there for seven, almost eight years, and the last truck that I went on ahead and agreed to one of their lease purchases in was a. Uh, 2016 Kenworth T680. It had that collision mitigation system on it, and I tell you what, that thing scared the absolute hooey out of me. Somebody going ahead and going mm-hmm. from the left lane to the right lane in LA traffic, and that thing would slam on the brakes. Somebody going ahead, and I had one time I was out in uh, Kansas, uh, it was actually Thanksgiving here uh, two years ago. I go on ahead and um, made my delivery and whatnot. The roads had gone ahead and iced over, you know, overnight and whatnot. So I'm doing four miles an hour trying to get back up to the truck stop where I know where one's at that I can actually park at. I get a little bit of a gust of wind as I'm going up an overpass. This thing goes on ahead, and it, I mean, it just hit me perfect right on the reefer unit and shoved the back end of my truck over a little bit. Well, that collision mitigation system saw that K-rail on the side, and it was a solid concrete K-rail, no metal. It saw that and went, oh, you're about to hit something, uh, two-third brake application. So, Whoa. yeah, no, you, yeah, yeah. And two-third Blake application, when they advertise that, they are not kidding. It will give it 80 pounds of pressure to your brake pedal. You know, I, I don't know wow. if it was a fault that was in mine or what. Uh, a buddy of mine that worked for the same company a couple of years before that had a Freightliner that had the, uh, the same system on it. And he was coming up across 80 and I guess a, a, an oversized mosquito must have hit this thing or something and tilted it off whack. This thing picked up a 15-foot six bridge through a warning up on his dashboard that said overhead collision imminent, and it did the same thing to him. Three-quarter, uh, two-third brake application, 80 pounds of pressure, brought him to a dead stop, shifted an extra 6,000 pounds up onto his drive axle two miles before he crossed the scale. Hmm. You know, yeah. and the company that was issuing the trucks, as far as I understand, didn't even bother to say, sorry about your luck. They said, well, we'll pay the ticket for you and take it out of your next check. You know, it's just those yeah. systems, I do agree that if they could get them to work 
properly, yes, they would be a good thing. Now, I come from a law enforcement family, okay? And the first thing that I thought of when I started seeing these kind of, uh, these kind of systems advertised from Volkswagen, Mercedes, stuff like that on the TV, you know, you see the kid jump out to go on ahead and grab a ball, and the car comes to a dead stop. Great idea. No problem. Who wants to hit a kid? But how long is it going to take before mm-hmm. the carjacker figures out, hey, I can jump in front of that car, put a gun in their face, and I, now I got that car? Well, let's escalate that to what mm-hmm. we do, okay? I pull a reefer. Half of my loads are considered a high-value load, okay, even with the broker that I'm working with now. How long is it going to take before these, you know, these guys that want to jack our loads figure out, well, all we got to do is put a car in front of them, a car beside them, slow it down, and that truck's not going to let you move. You know, when you've got that collision mitigation yeah. system on your truck, it will force you to maintain a 2.7 second following distance. I don't care if the person's doing 30 or if he's doing 130. Okay. It will not let you accelerate until it sees that there is that big of a distance in gap and speed. So in other words, if you're on the interstate and you get behind the guy that's doing 40 miles an hour, okay, and you're out on I-80 where it's 75, you've got your cruise control set at 62, 65, 60, whatever, okay? You get a line of cars goes on ahead and goes by you. All right, well, now it's my turn to go on ahead and move over. You have to wait until you've got that that almost three-second gap before the foot pedal will actually respond to you saying, give it some fuel so I can get moving. It will not even let you accelerate until you get that gap. The systems, again, in theory, awesome idea. In practical application, in my opinion, garbage. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has some problems. All right, thank you very much for calling in. You're welcome. You'll have a good night. Uh, just like any new technology, this new crash mitigation system definitely has issues. I mean, they've actually had OnGuard has been around for a really long time, but they just recently improved it. They came out with a whole new thing and made it bigger, better, and, and more wonderful. And this is the one that's been having all the problems. Because, uh, you know, OnGuard uh, had the, the adaptive cruise control and the lane departure warnings way back when. Um, but this new always-on feature... Um, yeah, yeah, it's having, it's having issues for sure, but you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. The people that work on this stuff and get it going, um, they know what they're doing and they'll figure it out. I just wish that, uh, I wish it wasn't in practical application, um, until it was perfected. I, I just feel like sometimes they shove this stuff out there way too quick. You know, this, they're thinking that they can save money or uh, whatever they're thinking, maybe get cheaper insurance or get a better safety rating or whatever they're thinking. But um, I, we, I wish they would wait until it's perfected. So for new drivers, um, if you haven't driven a truck with the crash mitigation system, be aware that you will probably pretty quickly come up with a uh, – be driving a truck that has one. So just be be vigilant and if you have if you start having issues, let your company know, you know, but you know just like we said, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So just communicate your issues and um, you know, be a team player. Russ, are you on the call? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay, anything else you want to say to end the show? Uh, no, I, you know, while I was having phone issues, I'd hear something every now and then. And of course, I was dealing with phone, and of course, the question there, the what I wanted to say went right out of my head. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take a ball peen hammer or a drive tire to this phone, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, but the, just throw it yeah, out the window. You know, it's not uh, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's crossed my mind. But uh, I know I've talked to the shops uh, about this, um, where we're at, and um, you know, when you take your truck in for a PM, uh, you know, uh, I've heard they can make some adjustments. Don't I don't have a clue how it works, but I've heard they can make some adjustments. So yeah, if you're having problems, uh, yeah, usually if you get to your shop, um, uh, your company shop, they can 
put a little duct tape, super glue, a couple screwdrivers, what I, whatever it takes for that system. I'm sure it's a computer adjustment, but um, but yeah, you're right. Um, go in there and uh, uh, remember, it's not the mechanic's fault. Don't go in there and scream at the mechanic. Uh, you know, he, he may turn your truck down to 55 miles an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. So that we've gone, we've basically blown through that hour. That was pretty quick. Thank you everybody for calling in and sharing your opinions and your stories. We hope you will join us next week. Good night, everybody.